0: worker of yours. Local people, local stories. This is the all local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins and here are today's top local stories. Mayor Adams says we are better than this, and he says New York schools will immediately deploy project pivot teams to begin outreach with kids to make sure they understand why certain behavior is unacceptable. He's talking about recent events at Hillcrest High, including a riot which forced a Jewish teacher to hide out in a locked office while several pro-Palestinian students went wilding through the school, some reportedly even trying to break into where she was hiding. That alleged anti-Semitism out of school is where we'll start this Monday afternoon, and we begin it with the mayor and a school chancellor who both say, "Uh uh-uh, not on my watch. Newsman Sean Adams leading us off. Grave concern over two recent incidents, two separate incidents, at Hillcrest High School here in Jamaica Hills. Video has surfaced of a student brawl nearly two weeks ago. A teen in a gray-hooded sweatshirt unleashed fists of fury as school safety officers attempted to break up the fight. Police arrested four juveniles. Three officers were injured. City council member Vicky Palladino questions security in the school. Something's got to be done. Take control. This is no good. A week ago, unrest in the halls. Pro-Palestinian students stormed the school as a teacher took shelter in a locked room. She had attended a rally for Israel. Mayor Adams called this a vile show of anti-Semitism. Sean Adams, ten ten wins on 92.3 FM in Jamaica Hills. That council member, Vicki Palladino, asking where is control of the student body, likening it to, quote, inmate running the asylum. Police are on the hunt for a group of seven guys who allegedly stole multiple cars from a Queen's parking garage. Cops say the men drove a black Acura to a residential garage on Jackson Avenue early today. Got away with four cars. They don't know the make and model of the stolen cars yet, and no arrests have been made. If you know anything about it, they want you to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. In other words, if you're riding around in a new car that you didn't pay for, call somebody. Well, one man is dead after being shot outside a Target in the Bronx, and police are still searching for the suspect. Shoppers doing their holiday of grocery shopping at this Target store this morning had to walk around a crime scene here. Jose was stunned as he left the store. This is crazy. All, that I, that's the first time I had this here, because nothing happened out here. Police, say 49-year-old Raymond Resta was killed after being shot multiple times just outside the store doors in the lower garage off of Brush Avenue. It happened less than an hour after the store closed. Jay, who lives nearby, says it's normally safe here. Sad oh, Man, people want to go home. Don't even make it home. Cops say the shooter got away in a blue BMW. Darius Ranzius, 1010 Windsor, 92.3 FM in the Throgsneck section of the Bronx. Well, we got another beneficiary of the so-called Innocence Project announced today as Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg vacated the 1998 indictment of a man Convicted in a double homicide, a move which conceivably reunites him with his family for the remaining holiday season. Dubar Walker pumped his fists. His family members shed tears as the judge vacated a murder conviction that kept Walker in prison for 25 years. It was a double murder case. Walker always professed his innocence, and then the Innocence Project took it on. In a separate case, another conviction was thrown out, legal aid taking up the fight for Wayne Jardine, who spent decades behind bars. Julia Papa, 1010 Wins on 92.3 FM. Speaking of which, legal aid just announced that Wayne Gardine, that client who's been in jail for 29 years, has been exonerated now. They say he was wrongly convicted of a 1996 murder in Harlem. Gardine maintained his innocence from the time his uh, his arrest at age 20, and throughout his sentence, he was denied parole four times, this guy. After his release, the 49-year-old was transferred to U.S. Customs and now facing deportation to Jamaica, where he could face more charges, but that's the thing. The legal folks are trying to appeal to immigration to drop the deportation proceedings the da says gardine was jailed and lost years of his freedom based on testimony from an unreliable witness so we'll see what happens next with that in other news and back here on staten island talk about sticker shock the east shore seawall they've been talking about just got a new eye-popping price tag wait for it topping out at $2 billion. Believe it or not, the Fed says, let's do it. They're planning to move forward with it. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers released its validation report for the project. A coastal storm risk management need considered the most critical infrastructure for Staten Island in generations. It's designed to prevent the devastation we saw during Hurricane Sandy, protecting property, critical institutions, and... Oh, yeah. Your life. The Fed will cover most of the cost. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotaka says it's a critical investment for the future of Staten Island. And in the meantime, the Fed again covering that cost. We will see what happens from there. You know what happens typically when that happens. we well, check this out. A first for the U.S. on display at a Brooklyn church, a relic of St. Jude put up at St. Simon and Jude Church over in Gravesend. Jude was one of uh, Jesus's 12 apostles and considered a patron saint of hopeless or difficult causes. So they held a special mass on Sunday where people came and asked Jude to pray with them and for them, bringing their most pressing needs. Bishop Robert Brennan says this is a great moment for people to make the connection. This is the first time the relic left Italy to tour churches schools prisons and other places across the states here in manhattan we're getting in the giving mood a unique way to donate in the city you can head over to times square where the red giving machines were unwrapped today yeah they're back tis the season for charitable giving people can use something as simple as a vending machine to be able to participate worldwide in giving said Elder David Buckner with the Church of Latter-day Saints, who's operated the machine since 2017, raising more than $22 million worldwide. Ten New York-based charities are in the Manhattan machines, including Catholic charities led by Monsignor Kevin Sullivan. These machines provide help. They create hope. They light. The darkness of our world. Three machines will be at the Church of Our Savior at 59 Park Avenue from Giving Tuesday until the new year. Marla Diamond, 1010 Wins on 92 3 FM in Times Square. The red giving machines. Boy, oh boy. Nice to have them back. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Wins. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Wins, visit 1010 windscom or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.